building a company from nothing is freaking hard. Us entrepreneurs are expected to deal with unimaginable challenges and somehow keep a cool head through it all. This is The Art of Entrepreneurship, and I'm your host, Jackie Hermes. I grew my company, Excelity, from zero to seven figures with no partners and no funding. The Art of Entrepreneurship is a show where we cut through the BS and dig into what it actually takes to start and grow a company. If you give me your time, I promise it won't be wasted. Now let's get to work. Good morning and welcome back to another big question with a short answer. And today's question is, how do I overcome imposter syndrome? This is a question I've asked myself many, many times. And I want to start out by saying that you really do not overcome imposter syndrome. So I guess this is kind of a trick title, but I figured it would give you a really clear idea of what we're talking about today. I think you might be able to overcome situational imposter syndrome, but from what I've found, there is really no like for good solution because the bar is always getting higher or the line is always moving. When you overcome one challenge and get comfortable and you finally don't feel like an imposter anymore, then the next challenge comes along and you feel like crying because you don't know anything. Uh, maybe that's just me, but hey, maybe maybe you like a good cry once in a while too. Who knows? I have felt like an imposter over and over again, really, in my life. I remember when I joined cheerleading as a young child and I felt like such an imposter. I tried out for the volleyball team and I didn't make it. And my mom was like, well, you still have to be involved in something. And she took me to this cheerleading camp, this cats camp, like all-star cheerleading. And all of these girls had been in cheer and kind of had at least an idea of what they were doing, at least as far as my memory goes. I just felt like an imposter. And I was like, I don't have the attitude to be a cheerleader. Then I remember trying to fit in in high school and college and just having a really hard time finding my place and making the friends that I wanted and feeling like a fraud or an imposter in every new group that I tried to join. Then I started my first big kid job at G Healthcare and I really felt like an imposter there. I went from like waiting tables to walking into this gigantic super lockdown building in business clothes every day that I was like buying at Kohl's from the clearance rack and all of these people that were like... I don't know. My perception was that they were really hardworking and really successful and making tons of money. And I was like, oh, I don't belong here. And then I moved into marketing, which is the profession that I went to school for and the profession that I wanted, but I couldn't get into it right away. And when I finally did, I had that education, but I didn't really have the like on the job training. And then I went from no real on the job training to running a marketing department, which is kind of wild. And I very much felt like an imposter there. Then I started my company and I felt like a huge imposter. And I started a personal brand four years ago. That was a big, huge imposter moment for me because I was like, I don't have anything to say. And why do people want to listen to me babble just like you are right now? So thank you. When I started public speaking around that same time, I really felt like an imposter. And frankly, I still do feel like an imposter in this area. I was in the process of trying to squash that imposter feeling pre-COVID. And now I have to figure out whether I want to keep going with speaking and 
why? Like, is it my fear that's telling me to stop because I really want to stop? Or is it my ego that's telling me to keep going and to conquer this because it's like another accomplishment to put on my checklist of accomplishments that I never look at and never celebrate? But that is a different topic. I feel like I still feel weird when I get praise or people say that they look up to me. There's just this little voice in my head that says, why? I haven't even accomplished that much or why not look up to this person that's done so much more than me? And on that note, comparison is a killer. Comparison can make you feel like even more of an imposter than you already feel like. And I have talked many times on this podcast and on LinkedIn specifically about about avoiding comparison and how comparison is natural, but it doesn't really make you feel good. And I've put some systems in place that just help me compare less and, you know, get more confident. All right. With all of that said, I hope you know that if you're feeling like an imposter, I'm literally sitting right there with you. And you may be what you perceive as ahead of me in your career, or you may be what you perceive as behind or just starting a company, or maybe you're a solopreneur. I mean, I feel like everyone's always putting these labels on whether they're ahead or behind. And really, you know, like we're all in different chapters and different seasons of our lives. But I want to talk about how to go about overcoming imposter syndrome as best you can, or that situational imposter syndrome, right? Because every time you see a new challenge, there will be new imposter syndrome, but you definitely can put some systems in place that help increase the odds that you get over imposter syndrome now. So the first thing, and I think the most natural thing, is to increase your confidence. I personally do not feel confident all the time, but I do feel confident most of the time. Sometimes I feel confident when I don't even really deserve to feel confident. Like whenever I am competing in a sport, I might suck, but I will play my little heart out because I love to compete and I love to win even more. Or maybe I hate to lose. That question always trips me up. I think that increasing your confidence comes from a lifetime of work. And I've been for many years trying to do things like make sure my inner voice is saying nice things to me. I've been using affirmations periodically. I have definitely not consistently nailed this habit, but I do have the one affirmation that I say to myself whenever I do something good, which is I look in the mirror and say, Jackie, you are effing awesome, but it's not censored. And when I'm alone, sometimes I yell it and it's fun. Journaling is also a way to increase your confidence. I think when I journal, I'm just able to be more intentional about how I go about my day and I can predict some things that might be pitfalls or things that might trip me up during the day and I can work to increase my confidence before I even get there. The second way to start overcoming imposter syndrome is to share how you're feeling. I talk about imposter syndrome because I guarantee there are people online that look at me and think that I must be pure confidence and that I never feel like an imposter. And I think sharing and discussing imposter syndrome helps you understand that you're not alone and it's completely normal to feel like this and everyone feels like this. I'm convinced that even the most successful people in the world feel like imposters sometimes. 
Third is get better at admitting your failures. I think it's easier to feel like an imposter when you're trying to keep up a facade that you're perfect. I spent much of my childhood and my 20s acting like everything was perfect when it super wasn't. I think a lot of people did this before therapy and talking about our failures was somewhat normalized. And to be honest, I'm still trying to grow out of this habit. Like when I got divorced, no one saw it coming because I didn't talk to anyone about the fact that I was failing and that the relationship was failing. I've said it before and I will say it again, creating content like this podcast and my weekly letter and creating content on LinkedIn is very therapeutic and it helps me talk about failure openly and receive the encouragement and be surrounded by community that helps lift you up and helps you understand it's okay to screw up and it's okay that you have to figure out what your next steps are and you have the power to do so. Number four, something I mentioned earlier that I'm terrible at is owning and celebrating your success. I am horrid at celebrating my own accomplishments. I achieve something, even if it's something huge, like I'll sign the biggest deal ever signed at my company. And I'm like, cool, but I didn't hit my whole quota yet, so better keep going. It's like, what's next? Thankfully, I have people in my life that help me take a step back and look at what I've done. And I have some mechanisms that I've put in place, like my journal, where I have to reflect on things that went well every single week, Uh, my coaching I have to submit a, a, what's called a focus sheet for to my coach every single time we meet. And I put accomplishments on there and she's like, how do you feel? I'm like, mm. and she's like, what are you going to do to celebrate? And she helps me build that in and that feeds into confidence. The last, but certainly not least, maybe most important way to overcome imposter syndrome is to do the thing. Squashing down the small voice that says that you can't or that you're a fraud can only be done through practice and through repetition. For example, I talked a little bit about my fear of public speaking. I remember I used to get sweaty palms and freak out even talking in front of like my college class. When I first started speaking, a panel with 15 people in the audience scared the crap out of me. Now I'm confident in those situations and I'm figuring out whether I wanna tackle the next step. The last speaking engagement I did before COVID was in front of about a thousand people on like a big legit stage. And it was definitely the biggest engagement I had ever done. And I was nothing short of terrified. All of that said, the more you do it, the more you build the muscle and the easier it gets. So if you're listening today and you feel like an imposter in any area of your life, you are not alone. It is completely normal to feel like an imposter. And I hope that you got some advice on how to overcome imposter syndrome. Please share this episode with just one person that will get value out of it. One person that has told you that they feel imposter syndrome. I hope that we can just make it a little bit more normal to talk about this stuff and that we can build community around it and we can lift each other up. All right. I'll see you next time.